Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Cricket, SENZ, live. ODI, Pakistan, Black Caps, the first of a couple, uh, three that will be an interesting, intriguing series for many reasons. They couldn't be split during the test. Can they be split with the white ball? Before we head to India, uh, joining the SENZ cool team. Now, this is very, very cool. Peter McGlashan will be with Tom Bartlett. We've got Daniel McCarty and Jeremy Coney. And Pete has been good enough in January on the 9th on a Monday to take a call from us before he's even into studio. We're putting you to work, Pete. Good to have you on. Yeah, good to be here. Hey mate, now I'll start with this. We um we actually had many references about you last week because I was putting together a first eleven of people wearing strange accessories while playing sport, and ag- and again the aero mask is that what we we're calling it the the aero what was it the the aero yeah, helmet yeah it was a mask yeah that was the one yeah. yeah it was a mask you you were um you were keeping and uh, batting seven in our eleven so there you go along alongside uh, oh, I mean, there you go. Dennis Lilly's aluminium bat. We had Artie Savi's goggles. Um, yeah, yeah, we had plenty. So you were right there. Lots of mentions. Nice. Lasting legacy. It's nice to be remembered. <laughs> <laughs> Lasting legacy, mate. Um, tonight, Pakistan, the ODI series gets underway. I guess, firstly, looking back, is there anything we're going to be able to garner from the Test series, or is it kind of flush the toilet, move on? This is different format. A lot of the same players, but. Um, for the best part, we're turning the page and starting something new here. Yeah, I think so. I mean, both of those tests were exciting for different reasons, um, going, going to full five days, but uh, a few changes to the squads, and so the team, both teams will be trying to think about what, to, what they need to be doing with the um, ODI World Cup coming up later on. The I guess the, the way that the Pakistan... Um, well, I guess the pitches played in, in the scenario of having those test matches that, in, in a way, the pitches were actually brilliant taking it to the last day. Does that come into effect when we talk about white ball cricket? Is there anything we need to know from a conditions point of view? Uh, yeah, a bit hard to know from this side of the world. A long way away. I, I was looking at the run sheet that Ruben sent through and there's a pitch report at the start of the commentary tonight and I'm not entirely sure how we're going to do that from uh, the other side of the world. But, <laughs> uh, from, from what I've heard, it's going to be a fresh pitch um, uh, for the ODI and um, no rains expected, which is always promising. Uh, you know, the ODIs generally uh, have been moving more and more towards a, a batter-friendly um, surface. I think T20 cricket is showing batsmen what's capable and, and, and how aggressive they can be. Um, and generally, the surfaces are better. But again, you know, we need to keep reminding ourselves that New Zealand hasn't played in Pakistan for 19 years. So regardless of whether it's with a red ball or a white ball, um, you know, it'll be uh, novel conditions for many of the players. I hope it does turn. I really do. I hope it does turn because I think that is, is a, an element that I actually think we have uh, a, a squad that can make the most of it. I, I don't know whether they'll play two spinners. What would your gut be? 
Yeah, I think Michael Bracewell's done enough with both bat and ball to probably still be considered. Um, Ish Sodi was great as well, and I think Ish is probably your number one spinners in, in the white ball cricket, and then Glenn Phillips has the ability to bowl a bit of off-spin as well. So I think um, they do have a couple of options, You know, um, probably one main spin bowler and a couple of, um, I guess, more part-time backup bowlers. Uh, I think what is exciting is we've got the likes of Devin Conway and Kane Williamson and co, who are, are good players off spin. Um, Daryl Mitchell, good player off spin. Tom Latham, good player off spin. So we're taking a New Zealand team um, into this series, which is, has all the skills and attributes that you need to do well on turning surfaces, as well in, as well as having spin bowlers um, quality uh, spin bowlers ourselves as well. So pretty well placed. Obviously a few changes with the fast bowling injuries with Milne and Henry injured. Um, but the fast bowlers, you know, generally only get a little bit of a look at the top and um, come in at the end. Yeah, no, that's right. And and I think Ferguson hitting the deck hard is going to be so important. I, I did try and my best to try and work out where, where they would go with their 11. I actually think when you put it down, we're going to have a, an abundance of spin because you'd say Mitchell Santner will be one of the first names down, I would have thought. Michael Bracewell, I think, will play as well. And then it's whether they pick Ish Sodi or whether they pick another out-and-out spinner or they want, um, you know, four seamers to kind of come through. But I suspect that there will be an abundance of spin there. It, it just skinnies through the, the middle order a wee bit. Uh, Glenn Phillips, Daryl Mitchell, Tom Latham, in that kind of, all on that middle order. Where do the runs come from when it is a, in, in white ball cricket at the moment, Pete, when you look past, Devin Conway and Cain Williamson, because they're the easy names to reach for straight away. But where do the runs need to come from in white ball cricket? Yeah, they, they probably do need some partnerships through the middle. I mean, there are some players in the squad that have done it before with um, uh, Henry Nichols and, and, as you mentioned, Mitchell Santner as well. The challenge for those guys is sort of coming in pretty cold, um, you know, Santner not having been involved in the Test Series. So it is a little bit more difficult. Um, yeah, but, you know, th- those more experienced players are the ones that do need to stand up in, in foreign conditions. Um, you know, we're still waiting, I guess, for Williamson to come back to his, his form and, and um, limited overs cricket. But I think there's enough experience there now. You know, Daryl Mitchell's got New Zealand out of trouble a few times now. Um, that There's enough quality in the squad it will probably take a team performance, though, to, to do well in those conditions. It's probably less likely to be an exceptional performance from an individual. Well, what about Finn Allen at the top of the order, though? Because leaving the last leaving white ball cricket when we did uh, after that Indian series and after the World Cup, so much focus on the, the young opener. Um, a lot of criticism, a lot of, a lot of fans out there of Finn Allen, but... I think that it will be easy to put him under the microscope straight away. When you went on tours as a young player, is it harder away from home knowing that you're already under the microscope when you were back home, now you're a tourist? Or is it actually a bit of pressure? Is it like relief of the pressure valve because you're away from home and maybe you're not bumping into people looking at you sideways down at the the cafe or whatever, or I suppose in Pakistan, they're not necessarily going to be out on the road, are they? (laughs) The security is pretty intense, but that kind of dynamic for Finn Allen touring today in this this series and in India, is it going to get easier for him or harder for him, do you think? Well, I think Finn Allen's the type of player where, you know, he kind of plays um, unshackled and, and I think you're right to identify that sometimes playing away from home can be a, a bit of a relief because it's just you and your teammates. You know, you're not bothered by 
um, you know, partners, family, parents, um, mates from school trying to get free tickets, like all those things that appear uh, when you get picked in the New Zealand team playing at home. So Finn Allen will have been, you know, training in the nets with the guys. He'll be, um, you know, uh, working hard with the coaches to make sure that he's at his best. But he plays a type of game which can come off and, and um you know, shift the needle at the top of the order, whether you're batting first or, or bowling. We saw that in the, um, the last series. So it will be exciting to see him come off. But well, I think the the balancing act is um, giving him the freedom without knowing that it's all on him. So we need the Conways and the Williamsons and the Lathams to, to also provide that base so that he can play his natural game. It's exciting. It's a huge opportunity for him to silence some doubters and score some runs. So we'll be watching him uh, greatly. Look, the bowling stocks is really interesting, especially heading into a World Cup, Pete, because we don't know what Trent Bolt's going to do. Uh, like, there's some train of thought to think that he is still the first name on paper. I don't know. I think we've got a lot of water to go under the bridge, especially around that contract situation and where New Zealand cricket and Trent Bolt land together, whether they're happy just to jump back in bed together and he's going to play in the World Cup. I, for one, absolutely hope he does. I think we'll, we'll hear more about it. Under those layers of Matt Henry, who's injured now, um, Lockie Ferguson, Tim Southey, you, so you've got the Blair Ticknors, the Jacob Duffies, the Ben Sears. A guy who's over there is Henry Shipley, and I'm pretty passionate about this. I think we need to play Henry Shipley because I think we need to find out what we've got in Henry Shipley, and if we like what we've got in Henry Shipley at that level, we need to be fair on him to give him the exposure to make sure he feels comfortable to then be able to perform. So look, that's that's where I'm at with that bowling group. But in that underlayer of players all sticking their hand up, is there someone that you are passionate about and you would advocate for? No, I think you're right to identify guys like Shipley getting the opportunity. I think we saw that when Cole Jamison kind of burst onto the scene. Um, you know, there was a lot of hype beforehand and, you know, he managed to perform early on in his career. He's had injury troubles since and, you know, we wait for him to return to the squad. I think if you're going to take players away, um, you know, I do prefer them playing if you're going to take them away. Um you know, it's an opportunity, as you said, with slightly less pressure than playing a home um, a home series. Um, you know, it's quite a strange feeling to be brought over on almost, you know, as a tourist to be carried around and not involved yeah. when you've got there on merit. So I think it's an opportunity for guys like that to to show some form. And you know, the, the players like Doug Brace, I see that he's come back in the squad to to as cover for Henry. You know, those guys have been around a long time, and as you say, there's only so much longer that. Bolt, Southey and, and Bracewell and Henry will be um, names that are, are first off the ranks. So some of these younger players will have to get more of a go. It's just, we've got to find out. Like We have to find out what we have and then we have to do them the well the justice of letting themselves feel comfortable at that level, Pete. So I'm really curious to see what team, what 11 is picked this evening. I think they'll have a bit, obviously a way better idea than us about what conditions they're going to get so we can speculate. Looking forward to hearing you later on. Um, looking forward to being all around, seeing, well, I guess seeing what we can produce in a, in a white ball year ahead of a, a World Cup, mate. And um, I, I do hope for that, Trent Bolt that situation is resolved and hope that everything's well with you and yours and you enjoy 2023. Yeah, looking forward to a late night, early morning. <laughs> very, very good. There you go, Peter McGlashan. Wonderful cricket mind.